0: Welcome to this episode of Freemasonry Today. My name is Colin Peterson and I'm a Freemason here in Victoria, Australia and belong to a lodge operating under a warrant issued by the United Grand Lodge of Victoria. This podcast is my own work and offers my own views and those of my guests, which may not be those of our lodges or the United Grand Lodge of Victoria. The topic of this podcast is, Whence Come You? A Brief History of Freemasonry. How old is Freemasonry? How does it still survive? To help me answer these questions, we're fortunate to have Wershal brother Ange Canos join us. Ange is the librarian at the Grand Lodge Library here in Victoria. He is a frequent contributor to Freemasonry on Facebook and in both our local online and hard copy magazines. Here in Victoria, he is the Worshipful Master of the Lodge of Commerce, a member of the Eston Mark Lodge, and the Lord Summers Australasian Chapter. Outside the craft, he is a former teacher, where he co-founded VCE Economics, as well as making significant contributions to legal studies and business management, where he wrote several books and a considerable number of technical articles. He also co-founded the Victorian Space Science Education Network. He has a strong interest in law and in medicine, and contributed to the first Charter of Patient Rights when he served on the board of the Royal Victorian Eye Hospital, and his work also led directly to the establishment of what is now the Health Complaints Commissioner. Today he is also a Freemasons representative on the northern region of the Blue Ribbon Foundation, which perpetuates the memory of members of the Victorian police who have died in the line of duty through the support of worthwhile community projects within Victoria. Ange was an officer in the Royal Australian Navy Reserve and, well, I could go on. There's a lot more to say, but as he himself confesses, he's a serial volunteer. Ange, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you. Let me start by asking a simple question. How old is Freemasonry? (laughs) Now, that is a controversial
1: question for some. Technically, we began in 1717 as a modern form of Freemasonry. But we have books in our grand library that refer to it at least as far back as ancient Greece. And certainly the legend of Hieron and in his third degree are way, way, way before 717. And most certainly, as the immediate past Grandmaster of South Australia, most worshipful brother Stephen Mikulak wrote in his excellent book, The Tortulian Question, there are strong links between Pythagorean and uh, modern philosophies of Freemasonry. So we'll take 1717, but you know what I mean? It's uh, an issue that some people take painfully seriously. So do we know where it actually started? Well, again, that's also controversial because if you you ignore the ancient stories I just referred to, did it start with the French, the Scottish, or the English? Certainly there are many indications that Scotland was way ahead in Freemasonry stakes, but with all sorts of evidence missing, or should I say not yet uncovered, we don't know 100%. And it does depend on who you study up on. The Irish and the Scottish works, the English works, the French will always claim that they were there first. It makes for a bit of fun.
0: Is there documentation to say how it all started or who started writing about it first? Okay. I would
1: now say this is where I would state to every Freemason who is watching this program, and who has not undertaken the Certificate of Masonic Studies, courtesy of the Victorian Lodge of Research and Deputy Grand Superintendent of Education, Worshipful Brother Brendan Kine, that you should, because a lot of these questions that you've just asked me, you have to cover in doing this fantastic certificate program. And it's online, so it's much easier than most think. As we do know, it began with masons, craftsmen who were oppressed by the upper classes by church leaders men who sought to have i suppose in modern terms a union so to speak of workers to ensure better care better pay and to preserve the secrets of their skills so that outsiders and interlopers
0: could not steal them so what are some of the oldest documents that that exist that you sort of we can get information from okay But
1: if you refer to uh, that brilliant text written by Bernard Jones, the Compendium of Modern Freemasonry, he looks at things going back as far as the Regis poem of Halliwell, 1390, the Matthew Cook manuscript of 1450, then a whole series of other manuscripts in the 15, 16, 1700s, eventually culminating in Anderson's Constitutions in
0: Seventeen twenty-three. Okay, if we're looking back to documents that date back to 1390, doesn't that mean that we could probably say Freemasonry dates back to pre-that? Depending
1: on where you look, th- there is a book in the Grand Library, a hard copy book, that claims, and please don't think me being biased here given my ethnicity, but that claims that Freemasonry began in ancient Greece certainly as most worshipful past Grand Master Mikulak from South Australia wrote, there are those similarities between Euclid and Pythagoras and what we do today. But the modern form of Freemasonry, what we practice today, the modern Freemasons, we are basically in the 1700s.
0: Okay. So how how did the Knights Templar come into the equation? Because when you, when you jump on the internet and you just start doing Google searches, the Knights Templar seem to pop up everywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm not a Knight Templar, although one has asked me to consider joining. So I'll be careful not to discuss those charges or rituals to which we aren't obligated. Suffice to state that their history is one of the great honour and absolute loyalty of dedication to the Christian faith. Of organization and of service such that some very powerful figures outside of them eventually became so jealous of their wealth and influence that they wanted them absolutely obliterated. And while historians generally agree that Knights Templar ceased around 700 or so years ago, there are those who believe that they went underground and continue in some form to this day. Certainly, When Freemasonry began in the modern sense, in the early 18th century, uh, we did revive the Knights Templar symbols, rituals and
0: traditions. So
1: it still exists in one or another format.
0: If I'm getting you correctly, what you're saying is that Freemasonry really didn't come out of the Knights Templar. It was the Freemasons who brought the Knights Templars back to life. From what I've read, and I don't claim
1: to be an expert, believe me I don't. From what I've read, that's how it appears. But you might find a Knight's Templar with much more knowledge than I who'd give a different version.
0: How did Freemasonry end up being a worldwide organization? And and you know, why aren't we all part of the, the English constitution if that's where it all solidified, if you like, for the want of a better word?
1: Yeah. Now you wish to argue why we don't all live under one common flag instead of different nations. While we have Scottish Freemasonry practiced differently to the English, then there are differences with the German Freemasons and the Danes, just as in every country, they have their own customs and practices, beliefs and faiths. So too, Freemasonry worldwide is a product of those same people. So we have a lot of commonality, but we also have some differences.
0: I'm, I'm still a little bit unclear. If, if we're saying that Freemasonry was sort of solidified in, say, 1717 by the United Grand Lodge of England, are we saying it then spread through there or, or it was already existing in places like Denmark and Scotland and France? And...
1: No, it, it, again, it, it's that controversial part. Did it start in Scotland? Did it start in England? Were the Irish early uh, parts of it, we don't have all the records. And that's one of the sad parts. Records may have been destroyed deliberately because early Freemasons didn't want to record anything. They wanted everything to be verbal and therefore easier to keep secret from outsiders. Maybe they've been lost in some secret storage, but we don't know a hundred percent. We can only make guesses and, different countries have slightly different views on how it all began.
0: Why isn't there at least a a United Grand Lodge of Australia or a United Grand Lodge of America? Or, As far as I know, there's a United Grand Lodge of England. Why isn't there one of Australia?
1: (laughs) Dare I suggest this is a very political question. Most certainly the UGLE would argue that they are the elite of Freemasonry and everyone else should follow them. There were attempts early on at a National Lodge in Australia, and we have some of those records in the Grand Library, but they can lead to what you would guess. Who would be the first National Grand Master? How would he be elected? Would it always be a popularity contest amongst Grand Masters? Or would it fairly go in turn to every State Lodge? Thus, even small Tasmania would lead at some stage. We've had some brilliant grandmasters around Australia, some absolutely fantastic grandmasters, but you know, who's going to say who's going to lead? And suffice to say, from what I hear and from what I've read and what I've been told by grandmasters, they do get together, they talk with each other, they work together. But yeah, I I agree. It would be wonderful to have a National Grand Lodge of Australia. And I would, I would hope it could happen in my lifetime, but it hasn't happened in the century and a half since uh, we've been around.
0: Do we know how Freemasonry came to Australia when the first lodge was convened?
1: Well, we do know that the first Freemason to set foot on Australia was a uh, gentleman named uh, Joseph Banks on the uh, HMS Endeavour. So he was the first Freemason to come here. But again, we have controversy. We have claims that the French may have set up the first Freemasons lodge in Australia. And the English, of course, utterly reject it and claim it wasn't a legitimate, recognized Freemasons Lodge. (laughs) So wherever we look, there's always going to be some controversy. And in some ways, it makes the research interesting.
0: Is the library, the Grand Lodge Library open to just Freemasons
1: or is it open to anybody? No, 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 no. When the physical library has been opened, I have welcomed many a non-Freemason. Some of them were... Children or grandchildren of Freemasons who wanted to come and search their family history. Some were just general researchers. Uh, the more secret items are locked away, and even Freemasons have to ask permission to access certain documents that will never be shown to non Freemasons. But for general things, you know, as with the internet, people can go, they can research, they can study to a degree. But what we do is we provide the hands-on service. So if a, especially for a non-Freemason, if they come in, I offer them any support. I offer to help guide them so they don't leave with false impressions or biased views that wind up going into the media. And of course, anyone who does want to come in must seek the approval of the Grand Secretary because he overall is technically in charge. And he needs to know who's coming in. And I've got no issue with that whatsoever.
0: Have the ceremonies and the, and the rituals that we're, we're practising today always been the same throughout the, the ages? No. There have been major changes. And there are also very, very
1: minor changes that happen every few years. During the two world wars, there were certain parts of some charges that were permitted to be dropped, mainly so they could speed things up in the lodge room, get the lights to close sooner, get brethren to get home quicker. But in the main, the guts of who we are and what we do have not altered that much over the years.
0: That'll do us for this podcast. I'd like to thank thank you, Ange, for, for joining me on this podcast and for providing your insight into the history of Freemasonry. And to everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. And I hope this has provided some light into the mysteries of Freemasonry today.